Big Fluff. What are my choices? I can go to pieces or I can bear up and live my normal life. Can I get a straw, please? Oh, sorry, sir. That was the last one. I see. The last straw. Gosh, is it warm in here? It is. It is. It's warm in here. Oh, suffocating. That's better. I'll get you a straw now. Do you need a straw? No, no, no. You heard it. There are no more straws. Oh, that feels so much better. Oh, everything was just so tight before. Oh, yes. Oh. Coffee shop without straws? <laughs> it makes no sense. We can borrow my straw, see? Oh, this is great. I was being smothered. Oh, I can breathe. I don't know how you stand it. Hello, Fraser. It's me. How close are you to the cafe? All right, well, we'll hurry up and park because Niles is almost completely... official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So stay tuned. And now, two guys with worse jokes than me. Hello again, I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and with me, Lars Periwinkle. Hello! Hello! Another flawless start to an episode, which is always... Welcome back! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I, I I think we talked about this on the show before, but I still roll my eyes every time I see someone with a successful podcast for the first time in the past two months go like, it's really hard to do this in two different locations. Yes, I believe that they can kiss my butthole. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and then they, they start joking about, oh, sorry, you, you were, had a little delay there. Uh, this this is weird doing this like this. I'm just, yeah, I just, it sucks to be you. You're right. You're, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you have to interview Tina Fey from the West Coast, Conan O'Brien? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I get very Bane about it. <laughs> like, you've only adopted the remote locations. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't record with Lars until I was a man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were having you were having some technical difficulties before this show, but it's rel- relative to how bad things have gone on this podcast. Sometimes it will, I felt fine. Yeah, it'll just be a, it'll just be a few minutes. Uh, well, speaking of things going well, would you want to introduce our wonderful guests to the show? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, directly to my left is my lovely wife, Julia Periwinkle. Boy, howdy. 
<laughs> with all of that enthusiasm, she earned my name. You know what's um, awesome, though, about Julia is, like, this is the finals, and she has a hoodie pulled up. She looks ready to come down to the ring and fight someone, and I kind of enjoy that. So I always am. <laughs> uh, she did, and for, just for you guys, she did change out of her Stay Puff Marshmallow Man onesie she was wearing. What? Why? That Why? doesn't sound like that's for us at all. I think it was for... sound like bullies. <laughs> <laughs> What? Man. Um, and then I guess going counterclockwise, we have uh, Marty McGuire. Hi, Marty. Hi. I wish I had a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man onesie. I would wear it all the time. You're an adult, and you they make what? them in those sizes, man. I say go for it. Let me talk about it for one yeah. second. Yes. It's got a hood. Mm-hmm. It's got pockets. It's got zipper-removable feet. And the wow. arms are long and have little thumb holes. So you changed out of that into something that also has a hood, but is less fun. I don't understand. Please excuse all of these typing sounds. Yeah, if if you keep doing these shows, you'll learn there's no avoiding the bullying. It's going to happen. All the choices you make are wrong. Uh, (laughs) Sitting to to Joel's left is his uh, lovely wife, Molly. Hi, Molly. Hello. And then... um, and then uh, last but not least, there's Andy McIntyre. Hi, Andy. Hello, everybody. I'm mad that I didn't get to see the Stay Puft onesie. <laughs> I was going to ask, and what did earn it? What did you I'm almost furiously wear looking show? them up? Yeah, Andy, what did you almost wear today? Was there any other? Uh, I'm just happy I put clothes on. I'm going to be really honest. I thought, <laughs> you know, it's a little chilly in Maryland today, so I thought I'd wear a shirt. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we missed on two things tonight. I, I know this is this is probably verboten because this is like a podcast and not a visual show. But I'm, I'm going to share a link in, in I'm going to share a link in the chat to what I what I believe is what Julia described uh, on Amazon. And holy cow, this thing is amazing! Did it all is, did all of you get bought by scary. the Stay Puff onesie like corporation between last week and this one? Question <laughs> Marty, since you're clearly just <laughs> on yep, the side the shopping. Um, can you find the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man costume for a dog? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, they have them. I've seen English Bulldogs. They them. have some incredible ones here. I will send you this one for an infant, which will probably work and is... Is and, it a very fat like, little baby? Because I came this Jolene close to has screaming, a very oh my God, neck. when I saw it. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> yes. Remind me to find... There's a photo of my little cousin... Scarlet, who, when she was a toddler, looked very much like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man oh, terrorizing so. Manhattan. Specifically like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man when he was on fire at the end. <laughs> like, oh, she, like, her, the way she smiled, the way her eyes got big, it, it, it was... It was quite spectacular. Uh, we had to do a side-by-side and send it to her parents. Yeah. Uh, now she's like, I don't know, like 10 or something. I haven't seen her in a while. And uh, she kind of outgrew it, and it's very disappointing. But no, someday at her eventual wedding, we will bring out that photo. Nicole. <laughs> uh, so by the way, speaking of dogs, because I don't want to forget this in case anyone, any of you or listeners are wondering, our dog is laying at our feet right now with a cone uh, recovering 
from surgery and doing cone okay. of shame got the cone of shame she uh no longer likes going to the vet but <laughs> yeah she was so enthusiastic when we brought her for the surgery and in subsequent oh, follow-up me. visits has not enjoyed the vet so much anymore <laughs> yeah. well we're glad to hear she's doing okay for sure yeah, and uh, next week she'll be in a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume. So good, yeah. She all deserves right. a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Twenty twenty. <laughs> uh, well, Jolene Pug at Instagram. <laughs> yes, Jolene Pug at Instagram. Look, uh, but we we have serious business to get to, and we will get to that shortly. But I want to get us all mad first, if we can, because I feel like this is the finals. We got to be amped up going in. We got to go in hot. So. Did everyone see that on HBO Max we will be getting the Snyder Cut of Justice League? Oh, no. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But not until 2021. Not until 2021 because they are going to spend $20 million finishing the film. You've got to be fucking kidding me. To Zack Snyder's specifications. Hang on. (laughs) HBO is like picking up the ball on this? Yeah. No, it's for real. They announced it uh, that under Zack Snyder's supervision, they're going to spend $20 million to give us his version of the movie in 2021. But just to be clear, HBO didn't make the Justice League film. So they're having to like acquire the rights. Well, I I believe they're all owned by Time Warner because Time Warner owns Warner Brothers, which owns HBO. So it is technically because they have they pretty much have an exclusive deal to get all the DC movies once they come um, get on digital. Yeah, and uh, most of the DC Max content or DC Universe content is going to get moved over to HBO Max once it starts. Yeah, but yeah, even the shows like Teen Titans and. Uh, Doom Patrol and stuff. Which, just to point out, those shows w- could probably film multiple seasons for twenty million dollars. So <laughs> you're like the, depriving uh, uh, us. Yeah, <laughs> you're depriving us of one of those spinoff shows just to make, just to throw I, I guess bad they to, money. They have to make things right because, like the Snyder. When I hear the director's cut, I think, well, he's gonna he's gonna get all the the raw footage back, and he's gonna make. The movie he wanted to make 20 million dollars sounds That's to me like movie. you're shooting new shit well so i mean he's claiming that there's footage that we haven't seen there's talk of possibly getting the actors back for like some kind of uh you know adr type thing i don't think they would film anything new but maybe he would film stunt doubles in I, costumes I or something that henry cavill would grow out a mustache just so they could cgi it out yeah. for consistency oh, yeah, for continuity i hope they spend 20 million dollars and don't in any way fix the CGI on his mustache. Like, I hope that is glossed It was flawless. I don't know. Fixed what? I'm not sure. I don't remember, and I don't want to speak for the group. So (laughs) if if your opinion varies, lay it on me. But I I didn't watch that movie and at the end think, I feel like something was missing. (laughs) You know, like, there was just, there's, um... I felt like something was missing in me. Yeah, right, exactly. It was just, (laughs) this was... This was all. This was all not very good, was it? Oh, <laughs> that's how I felt. Basically. That's what you were saying. I thought you were saying because they nailed it. Like, why do we need another cut? Because oh, it's so no. perfect. <laughs> no, it wasn't like it was all there. All the bad stuff was there, like I expected it to be, and it's just it wasn't really, very. Good. All I want is if they're spending twenty million dollars to have their CGI villain say "mother box" fifty more times. Oh, 
Oh, I had so much fun watching that movie. That so <laughs> that's yeah, all I that remember about love. Justice League is that that's all he wanted was mother box. <laughs> just wanted to find the mother box. Maybe they're spending twenty million dollars to get Buster Bluth to play that role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I hope it's just all like bad comedy, like the Richard Lester cut of Superman Two, with just like <laughs> oh. really just bad comedic things. <laughs> right. Oh, maybe it will be only the parts that Joss Whedon wrote, and all it will just be the, the like quips back and forth to one another. So a well, Marvel movie? I'm pretty sure that's what he doesn't want. I'm pretty sure he's taking all yeah, the. No, he's gonna take all that. Out. I want it to be Rise of Skywalker. I don't want to spend twenty million dollars to shit on the version that we got. I want Ben Affleck <laughs> to explain to me why it was bad when he said a funny thing in the last movie. Yeah, the last and it, it's. It sounds to me that you're gonna re <clears throat> you're going to re-release the Justice League movie. Okay, so we have we have the Justice. Okay, so you're gonna re-release um, that movie before the Flash even gets his own movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, well, Wonder Woman got two, and the first one worked. The point is, they still don't understand why why the Avengers worked, and it's because all all the characters earn their place in a movie together. And it wasn't just slapdash, throw some crap together. Look, people know these names and make them do a thing. They had characters and people gave a sh- shit about them. I just don't, they're still not getting that. They're just throwing more money at it. This will work. It's what Marvel did. They just threw money, right? <laughs> I mean, it's worth it for this reason. And maybe this is the bright future. Maybe this is why 2021 will be better than 2020, which is a bunch of people on the internet will not shut up about the Snyder Cut. And they're the same people that really did, if you think about it, ruin Rise of Skywalker by yeah, complaining. And that. maybe exactly if we say. give these people the Snyder Cut of Justice League, they'll realize that it never was anything to begin with. And so there's so you, know, you know these fucking people, and you know they're not going to do that. They're going to, they're going to try to convince you that this Snyder Cut is awesome, no yeah. matter how bad it is. <laughs> Either that, or like they will that. find a scapegoat. Yeah. They will. Be, they will be like, "This is a woman's fault. This yeah. is her. This is her name, and this is her cut now." Yeah, the, there's a children's book called "If You Give a Mouse a Cookie," and it's just yeah. all the havoc that it wreaks. Yeah. I think that's sort of this scenario. Well, I'm excited to find out how this was all Kelly Marie Tran's fault. So, in seeing the story, I did see one person refer to Zack Snyder as the Rob Liefeld of movie of superhero movies. And I was like, that that kind of tracks. Like all the terrible '90s, like overblown muscle comics, and then just really bad movie. Well, speaking of Kelly Marie Tran, can I bring up something else that that may I hope is rage inducing for all of you? Oh, sure, please. please. Uh, we all know that she quit social media because of total toolbags on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of toolbags, so I don't know if you saw this today. Twitter released a new feature available to some users. That now lets you, when you make a tweet, decide if you want to limit responses only to people mentioned in the tweet. So now randos can't drive by your your like salty-ass tweet. Only someone you actively tag in there uh, can do it. And they, they demoed this by making uh, tweets like this. The official Twitter account posted, Reply if there's a better app. <laughs> the the Twitter the Twitter communication yeah the uh, Twitter Twitter comms the official like Twitter uh, one of the official Twitter support channels says reply if you want to be verified you gotta be kidding me 
So yeah, so Twitter is out here showing off how great this new feature is for fucking trolling people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's... making their what they claim is like an anti-abuse tool so clearly just an abuse tool. Yeah. No, well, and it's it's deleting, it's removing the most effective tool currently on Twitter, which is ratioing someone when they say something stupid <laughs> so that yes. like yeah so that if people don't know what that is it's when someone writes something and they have very little likes and retweets but a fuckload of comments telling them that they're dumb assholes and so you're basically <laughs> removing the ability to do that yeah so they have decided in a in a situation where everything is just ripe with abuse of like any minoritized person any anyone from any vulnerable population like you 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 say something and the bots are going to descend on you uh twitter decided that they would like to help the people with the most followers and the most power on the platform by making it possible for them to just mouth off to all of their followers without anyone responding jesus I'm going to go out on a limb and say that people who run social media companies are not good people. <laughs> I don't know. That's not the message I got from the social network. <laughs> I don't think. I can't uh, wait to I see think... the Snyder cut of that movie. <laughs> Maybe they're going to have to use footage like... from that movie to finish the Snyder cut of, of Justice League. <laughs> Lex Luthor's rant about how if, that you would have invent if you invented the Justice League, you would have invented the Justice League. <laughs> wait, was Henry Cavill the Winklevoss twins in that? Too? No, no. Who was? Yeah, it, it, Army Hammer. I was. It was the other guy that was supposed to what be Batman? I think <laughs> there was. Yeah, those guys that, are so interchangeable. I I sometimes I will sometimes see like. Um, see a, bu a bunch of those handsome white guys in a box together standing next to each other and i don't know who any of them are yeah <laughs> i just start guessing i'm like i don't henry cavill that's army hammer that's that guy from that's ansel igort maybe i don't know who the fuck these guys are they all look the same well and their names are getting faker like they are really just computer generated like characters in a game but no his his given name is arm armand hammer that's like his given name Armand Hammer. Is his mom? That's not. Wow. Is his mom named wow. Baking Soda? <laughs> no, I, th I think he's actually. I, 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 I'm totally willing to be fact checked on this, but I also think he's the heir to the Armand Hammer Baking Soda fortune. Like he's oh, Jesus connected Christ. to it. Andy, we don't fact check on this show. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> I would just assume that's Armand true because Hammer. that's Armand. wonderful. I heard that he was betrothed to uh, Cindy Colgate. And then... <laughs> I, I heard his middle name is wait for it <laughs> alright anybody else want to make some shit up or get us mad about anything no. oh yeah let me talk about these lady ghostbusters oh god <laughs> alright great show everybody we'll see you all later wait Ju Julia is that why you changed out of the onesie did you <laughs> I didn't say who was the real bully. Yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't scream. You're ruining my childhood right now. <laughs> oh man! So I did fact check it. Oh hey! <laughs> Army Hammer shares his name with his great grandfather Armand Hammer, a wealthy businessman who ran Occidental Petroleum for decades. Coincidentally, the Church and Dwight Company developed the Armand Hammer brand of baking soda in 1867. It's as so coincidental. 
It says coincidentally, but that doesn't sound like it's a coincidence. <laughs> that sounds no, like that was all very intentional. Yeah, that's 100% intentional. Yeah. I just want to know, like, this is now a chicken and egg thing, okay? So was was there a person named Armand Hammer and someone was like, huh, you know, <laughs> and then named some baking soda after them? Or was there this product that became very popular and then they were like, haha, very cheeky, we'll name our child after our very successful empire. Oh, no, I jumped the gun. There's no connection between the actor's moniker and the sodium bicarbonate. Um, oh. Yeah. It's just a really dumb name. I wanted to... Oh, okay. I wanted to believe his great-grandfather used to hang out in refrigerators and make them smell better or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lars, would you like to ask everybody a question? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the lady Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all ready for this? I can't wait for you to edit out all that silent dancing. (laughs) Yeah, for the update for all of you listening at home, I had great technical difficulty. I have added the ability for everyone here to hear in real time the music, except for Lars for some reason. But I was still we were still dancing. No, I still enjoyed the dancing. Yeah, yeah. We were getting a lot of energy from you guys. We were just feeling the energy of the room. Well, so what what are we here to do? Is everyone pumped up? Do we want to? <laughs> I'm ready for this. I don't Dude, know. Let's, you... let's end this thing. We okay. we've got we've got blood in the water. It's time. Only one can live. You know, and I agree with you. And I'm not one to waste time. But if I could waste time a little bit before we get into it, <laughs> I thought you know this is our main event. Like this is our UFC style. Like this is what everything's been building to this past month. We're down to two people. And so really, I feel like we need some sort of montage video to help us understand how we got here and what is at stake. <laughs> oh, here we go. If only we had one of those. Yeah, if only. We are going to, as we do, pit some fictional characters against each other. But in this case, they will not be battling. They will be surviving a quarantine. This is a battle of the fancy suits. We have Howard Hamlin and Niles Crane. Here's my thing with Niles is that he is a, like extremely like uh, germophobic. However, he, that doesn't limit his ability to go out. What it does is it, he is extremely precautious with everything he interacts with. I'm imagining like these side-by-side montages of like Niles getting ready. He's like putting on the gloves and the mask, very yeah. precise. And this other guy is like just sweating buckets and shaking hands confidently with everyone he meets. He is doing all of these horrifically risky things, <laughs> and he absolutely like he gets the he gets whatever the disease is. Bear me, you ludicrous popinjay. We have. John Lutz and Lindsay Bluth. 
Bloods can be very easily manipulated by any woman, but specifically pretty women. But he can be manipulated, but how useful is he? Like, manipulated <laughs> to what end? If Lindsay is left to her own devices and someone just says, you live in this home in Florida now next to John Lutz and this shit happens, she's gone. Look at it! Because that is Lutz's revenge! Can we just say that Lutz just made it to the second round? I'm so proud of Lutz. I'm so ridiculously happy for Lutz. That's a win in and of itself. We are at the Elite Eight round. We have Troy Barnes battling it out against Niles Crane. To escalate things for this round, the state of Florida has declared that businesses are reopened, people can go about their lives however they please. However, we, the omnipotent deciders of this tournament, know that it is not safe. I would have said all things kept the same. Troy stood a good shot. But with this wrinkle, I gotta go Niles. Yeah. yeah. That's not a fight, it's an execution. So we have uh, Sweet D, Deputy Mayor of Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> and John Lutz. Does Lutz even know that the sanctions are lifted? It's possible no one tells him. Well, he also doesn't really feel a need to go out. But D for sure is yeah. gonna go get some dong. D, if D does anything, it's indulging. She's getting drunk, she's eating stuff. If, if she can get laid, she's gonna. I'm wearing a diaper, like a baby would. So far, Lutz has won two rounds simply by not coming in contact with humanity. What if Lutz wins that's, all of them? Listen, that's the game. Yeah, that, that is the fucking game. To now function in the final four round of this tournament, you really have to submit yourself to government oversight. First matchup, Niles Crane versus Mike Ehrmantraut. I'm going to say Mike. You know what? I'm with I'm gonna you. I'm going to go for Niles. I, I'm going Mike. So we got two Mikes and a, and a Niles. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Niles. Oh, oh shit. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Here, okay. I made my decision. Mike gets the virus, and he says, forget it. Uh, get, give the ventilator to someone who really needs it. And I think that's why Mike goes. I would like to introduce you to the first defense in the war against germs, Officer Pocket Square. Lutz from 30 Rock. <laughs> I love that he's still, still hanging in there. We haven't found a way to kill him off. You can't. Uh, versus Ron Swanson. Ron oh, Swanson that's right. That's right. is Ron not Swanson give it participating up. in a system of government that tracks nope. his every move. He is no. not going to be a no. part of this. He's going to yeah. hate how everything is, and he dies. That You have to convince me yes. otherwise. Ron Swanson <laughs> dies. Blimpies! It's a man of science versus a man of Magoo in the finals. <laughs> I do wonder, though, if we're creating a, an unstoppable force here in Lutz. Once again, we've, we've allowed the, the silliness of a show like 30 Rock to push Lutz to superhuman capabilities. I mean, you if know... it's not stopping him now, Frasier is not above a farce, so may maybe it's the silliest, most ridiculous final that we've ever had. <laughs> Marty's, Marty's maniacal laughter when he 
someone mentions Lutz being made into this unstoppable juggernaut. Someone I, might even call him an unstoppable killing machine. <laughs> call back. I don't even know why we're bringing up old shit. You don't even bring up old shit. <laughs> By the way, my favorite part of that whole thing is Julia shouting Lutz at the end, like getting very excited. Lutz! <laughs> yeah. She likes an underdog. <laughs> I love a underblinked blimpy. That just sounds dirty. Underblimpy? Yeah. 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 I saw. I learned that out. to do one of those at the Port Authority. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, man. Marty was there. <laughs> well, I've been roped into this. <laughs> that's, yes, that's and Marty, said. come on. <laughs> Use your training. I asked for more mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Christ almighty. Little did you know. I had a, um, I had a supervisor when I worked at uh, GNC who was planning. Uh, he was on the phone with his lawyer one day. <laughs> Talking about lawsuits, and I said, "Are you? Are you this story is a roller coaster. The world building yeah, yeah, yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, detail is the soul of narrative." And um, <laughs> I said, uh, "What was his name? His name was something. It was something that you. It sounds weird at first, and then you realize it is a real name. Something like Lance or something like that." <laughs> and I was, "You, uh, you planning on suing someone?" He said, "Yeah, I got a." Uh, I think I got food poisoning from Blimpies. And I said, I think that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> when that sandwich slides out of you a week later, that is Lutz's revenge. Right. <laughs> oh. oh man. So what um so what's going on? What kind of what kind of world are we living in now? Well, I do have a wrinkle that I've not run by anyone, but to really Ooh. jazz things up for this final. And to really mirror what is happening in America, which has been the black mirror, as we've discussed, that we are holding up to society. <laughs> I was interested in a news story that I saw this past week, which is that the state of Florida has plans to reopen Disney World. So I was thinking uh... for our finals, <laughs> I think they should go to Disney World. So they, they, they're required to go to Disney World? Oh, we're dropping them off in the middle of Disney World. Okay. Like, blindfolded in yeah. the middle of Disney World. Yeah, so we, we went to their hotel in the middle of the night. We blindfolded them. We got them aboard a helicopter and then dropped them in the middle of Disney World as it was opening and the gates were flooding open. Oh, no. Oh, boy <laughs> that's a okay. hell of a wrinkle that really evens the playing field though. oh have, i have good news have everyone masks? in do fact have... it's not just a plan oh it's, it's happening happened. no it's yeah disney, it's phased Dis disney disney springs was opened today good yeah. lord yeah oh my god to oh. huge lines it's <laughs> oh, oh this Christ. is very good I, I mean so was thrasher's fries in ocean city so <laughs> Yeah, there was We're also, no better than them. I wish I had it pulled up. Um, maybe you can find it, Marty. There was also a disclaimer that went along with this that was essentially like, hey, just so everyone knows, if you go to Disney and die. Prepare to die. Oh, not our oh, yeah. fault. They were definitely like, listen, it's up to you to take care of yourself. Uh, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Here are some guidelines. Uh, the, first, the first guideline should have been don't come, but it wasn't. <laughs> I think that should just be at the beginning of every water park. <laughs> yeah. Don't We're not responsible for what you catch while you're here. Oh, I think that probably is. Oh, 
We have taken enhanced health and safety measures for you, our other guests, and cast members. You must follow all posted instructions while visiting Disney Springs. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, senior citizens and guests with underlying medical conditions are especially vulnerable. By visiting Disney Springs, you voluntarily assume all risks related to exposure to COVID-19. <laughs> Oh, I like how they're just being like, come on, idiots. Come on and die. <laughs> die we'll take Disney. your money. Yeah. So this is the thought that immediately springs to mind for me. Disney, Disney springs, springs to, to mind. mind. Boom. <laughs> very intentional choice of words. But this is a very interesting situation for one John Lutz, who very was uh, sort of trained to opportunistically hit on women uh, who are very in very vulnerable positions during moments of crisis. As we remember during a certain Valentine's Day episode uh, where he was introduced to the phrase, hey, baby, what's wrong? What kinds of women will be flooding into Disney Springs during a pandemic the question though is did running into work mommy at ikea ruin the whole plan for him (laughs) and has he grown but do he said he said i love you too when she said i'm female lutz in a negative way yeah (laughs) we really need to think about lutz going to disney springs that has just opened during a pandemic and the kinds of women who are going to be entering Disney Springs when it first opens, when they have been pretty explicitly told, this is a death trap, but come ride our rides. Maybe John Lutz will find love. Maybe. Well, I think the question is, will he get coronavirus and die? <laughs> that is the question. But he'll find love. I think if, if he finds love... Yes, he will get uh, Well, if, if his death hinges on him finding love, then I'm feeling good I about it. I don't know what that's. Where's the one to one there? Because I'm I'm missing how. Well, see, I don't, and I don't think they are exclusive. There are many ways that he could also get coronavirus uh, yeah. and die. I Whoa. just happen to think that if he hooks up with someone, someone who was willing to come to Disney Springs on day one of the pandemic reopening and then make out with someone like Lutz, they probably are coronavirus positive. <laughs> I mean, it's likely. They've made some about, choices. Yeah, like that's 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 a dark path. Does anyone know probably how an asymptomatic how, uh, carrier? Yeah. Do do we know how COVID nineteen reacts to uh, to chlorine? Because Lutz, I see Lutz drinking a gallon of that. Well, also, is Lutz putting on a bathing suit? Because wouldn't he have to to ride the rides? Like... Well, yeah, he's definitely keeping his a shirt on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be the kid in the pool with the shirt. Well, we don't know. He played Xbox Connect with his shirt off. Ooh. <laughs> he did. We did frequently see him without a and shirt. And he doesn't have anyone to keep him from holding back. That's true. He has no caretaker. And showing off the glandular disorder. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think we probably need to like cut to what Niles is doing. Because yeah, we'll cut having yeah. a full-on panic attack. Because, I yeah, I have to say Niles is going to need a real good reason to come to Disney today. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't get a choice. He doesn't have a choice. He's dropped there. I so, know. So, yeah. so with Niles, 
my guess is he wants to get out, but then like we're saying center of the park. Like he's got So we're basically we're deciding which one of them dies first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But for Okay, can we get so can we get specific then? Like I wanna know, do they like snap awake and their beds have been moved somewhere into the center of the park and they're just like <laughs> yes. awakening inside Disney in their whatever sleep situation? Jack yeah, the way Shepherd, I picture close up on eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I picture it too, and it's like I I imagine that when they wake up, it's the park has just opened. So like there isn't they're not surrounded Thousands by people, people pouring but in. The, the people are pouring in as they're coming to. So they they have a few precious seconds uh, to not be <laughs> surrounded. <laughs> <laughs> so this is really like the start of a zombie movie. Like yes. you see you see yeah. a couple of wanderers and and then like oh no, a whole family. Ah, uh, the hordes, here they come. Mhm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, children just open mouth coughing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's stomping like, flat foot around. No, for sure some sort of, you know, like really tragic music like is just playing as Niles looks around at every horror surrounding him and is just paralyzed. With fear. So, yeah. like, really slow version. Are we of establishing that they're at world? Disney Springs? Uh -huh. That's exactly what I'm uh, at Disney, Disney, the Magic Kingdom. I, I mean, I'm fine. There's a difference. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I've never been to any of the Disneys. So, if someone knows the difference, please explain. Wasn't well, Disney Springs is a water park, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, COVID 19, hmm. you know, reading the facts. It's most it's least transmittable in outdoors. Like that's the safest place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, water parks are mostly outdoors, and you know that that water is full of disinfectant. So, if they're at the Magic Kingdom, Lutz is going on. It's a small world repeatedly, and he's just breathing in all that COVID. <laughs> that, yeah, that like it's a small world cave is just full. That is just of virus. It, it's a small world of COVID nineteen bugs. <laughs> <laughs> So I, th I think we actually, I think we just have to establish our terms. Like, are they dropped off at the foot of the the castle in the Magic Kingdom, or are they in the middle of Disney Springs? Hmm. Is the rest of the park open, or is it just Disney Springs right now? Well, so Disney Springs is a separate this park. World, yeah. Okay. So, so so far in in our world, only Disney Springs has opened, although it is it is phased. So they're planning on opening the other parks eventually. Hmm. So, so it's dealer's choice. I mean, here we are, the omnipotent creators of this dystopian situation. What are we feeling? Well, we've prided ourselves. Street USA. I mean, we've prided ourselves on our realism. So do we want it to continue to just be Disney Springs? I, my only, like, I'm fine with it being Disney Springs, but I don't know Disney Springs. So, like, that puts me at a disadvantage geographically. All I know is that it's a water park. Okay, yeah, but COVID nineteen isn't water isn't the only disease that's out there, and water parks <laughs> are notoriously park. disgusting. Yeah. Like one person jumps into a pool and five band aids appear. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of want to. They escape the yeah. coronavirus but die of something else. Yeah. <laughs> right. I kind of. In my mind, I'm imagining that because we are the omnipotent people punishing these poor souls, that they have like those uh, remote invisible dog, invisible fence dog collars. So if they get to the exit, they're not, they can't actually leave. 
Because I think Niles would be able to, would have the sense and ability to get to the exit faster than Lutz. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They, they can't. I think, yeah. I think we see, we see Niles wake up. He like shreds his pillowcase, throws it over his face and tightens it off like a mask. And then, and then he is just into the bushes. Like he is moving his way towards the exit of the park. Yeah. yeah. Does it help anyone if I tell you that the Disney Springs has a Coca-Cola polar bear photo op experience? Does that? <laughs> yes. I mean, personally, yes. <laughs> Prepare for a twist on warm and fuzzy, snap cool pics during a face to fur with one of the world's most iconic mascots. I'm sorry, face That's to so fur? Exciting. Face to fur. Face to fur. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. let's just try to that. Is that what Nunder Blimpy is? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. Bears have faces. Does the face just because there's fur face. on the face doesn't they're mean they're not promising not you that you're going to be face to the bear's oh, face. Oh, that is true. Now I understand the difference. Oh, <laughs> oh that polar bear must be a millennial. <laughs> they're into ass eating. Um, so, so we're going on that road trip. Marty, you drive. You can pick us up, and then we'll pick Andy up, and we're all going to Florida because I don't see these goddamn Coca-Cola bears. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta gotta get my picture taken with that Coca-Cola bear. Make sure you stop by Riverboat Square, where you can soak up some soothing sounds of acoustic guitar and encounter the unique street performers at this delightful plaza. This sounds boring as fuck. Why would they open this? <laughs> I know. Maybe that's why it's it's their litmus test because it's the one that sucks. Like, Goddamn, many- Florida idiots! Where are we gonna go swimming? You let you live on a peninsula. <laughs> oh, they have a train, the Marketplace Train Express. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, now the fact that they happen. add experience to the end makes me wonder how much of a train it is. Need a quick shopping break? Young kids will love traveling round and round the tight-sized loop and waving to you along the way. So it's basically just you stuff your kids there <laughs> to buy yeah. yourself. Oh, some so that's diet. where the coronavirus. <laughs> and some oh, liquor. Okay. That is ground zero for coronavirus. Oh, yeah. It's just that I think train. We have found our super spreader event <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, that's way different than that that train at the Port Authority, right? Right, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so, so to somewhat steer this back on track. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think the one thing that might hurt Niles in this is that he also might suffer a crippling panic attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, I so. and Lutz, I mean, that's something Lutz won't do. They are both having very different experiences yeah. in this park. Yes. Yeah. It's just a matter of like which one of them stumbles into unfortunation first. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Lux like, is like, here I am. Look at this place. Oh my gosh. Hey, I'll, we, you I'll, know, I'll, hold on to say that. Let's, can, let's, oh. I think we should just go ahead and establish that, yeah, Niles is, isn't exactly a wild card, but we can talk about what Niles is going to do. I think we all pretty much agree. Lutz wakes up. And it's the best day of his life. Yeah. I've, I've woken yeah. up in this magical place. And yeah, it's just been a rough goes few months, but Lutz is thriving. In line. Uh, well, here I do want to, in fairness, since we've decided, because I am just perusing the Disney Springs website, this is legit what they're saying. Face coverings are required. Uh, fully cover an individual's nose and mouth and allow the guests to remain hands-free. Uh, so they have like a bunch of like costume masks are not considered appropriate. Um, so they have to wear face coverings. 
Physical barriers have been added in select places where it's difficult to maintain strict physical distancing guidelines. These may be visible in areas around cash registers or guest relations, for example, to help ensure proper distance between people and cashless transactions at this time. Uh, it's all cashless or contactless payment options, such as credit card, debit cards. Um, and I'm sure they're not offering any food because that would be irresponsible because you'd have to take your mask off. They also say we've increased cleanliness and disinfection in high traffic areas. Oh, no. Restaurants are open in Florida for eat and dining. My parents live there. So that's really their serve. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. The Four Rivers Cantina Barbacoa food truck is open, according to their website. That sounds delicious. Cantina. Oh, I can't I can't wait to to wipe my greasy mouth on one of those polar bears. As is Chicken Guy Earl of Sandwich. Uh Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. They're all Joffrey. open. Joffrey. Yeah. The polite pig. <laughs> that guy got poisoned. <laughs> Joffrey's purple faced coffee and tea company. Oh, plus Sunshine Churros is open. Ooh. I, anything dies in that oil. So that's pretty good. Yeah, and that's all those extra precautions. And then let's all eat food standing next to each other and then take off our clothes and get in the same body of water. Let's be clear. And th I mean this in real life. Everyone who goes there is getting COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Even if no one has it when they enter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Somehow they're all getting <laughs> it's in there. It's there somewhere. It's living at the polar bear experience somehow. <laughs> it's in the fur. Yeah. Damn it. Polar bears are always getting the shaft. <laughs> Is that the under blimpy? <laughs> Face to fur. <laughs> the polar bear shaft is an under blimpy now. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can only imagine. So, what's a polar bear shaft? Oh, it's like an under blimpy. Oh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to pose a scenario. That Lutz is going to be running around all over the place, having the time of his life. Mm -hmm. But he's also rather off-putting. So he might, by dumb luck, people may stay away from him. That Niles is going to, in the, at least in the very beginning, be paralyzed by fear. At which point, one of the costume characters is going to come near him, attracting a bunch of children who cough on him, giving him COVID-19. <laughs> I could definitely see that. That's a scenario. What was the place with the music? Because does the music, by any chance, mention having a piano? Oh. That he can run and hide under <laughs> so that he can calm his panic attack because... I mean, we have to assume they have pianos for okay. sure. At their I would assume they're probably upright pianos. As, yeah. as in that cantina vibe. Not known, not known for baby grands in the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. If your cantina has a baby grand, it's bullshit. I'm just, I'm willing yeah, to go yeah, out on a limb right. and just say it. <laughs> You're saying the things that we're all afraid to, Joel. Yeah, I appreciate your cantina it. Card. Look, Han shot first and they didn't have no baby grand. Those are the two things I know about the cantina. McClunky. <laughs> what if that's what George Lucas photoshopped into the, the re-releases? A baby grand piano. No, that was the one thing that bothered him. No complaints. <laughs> and everyone's like, but it's a Steinway. I see this. This is an Earth brand. What the 
What if it was a baby grand piano that just hung over Greedo and dropped on him and killed him <laughs> instead of Han shooting at all? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He shoots out the rope that's holding it up. Like, it's the way I always envisioned it. I just didn't have the resources at the time. It's actually Greedo shooting the rope himself first. Right, yeah. <laughs> Maklunky. He, he realizes how bad his bargaining position is. <laughs> He's not even aiming at Han. He just shoots the rope to end it. And then I assume that shitty Jabba the Hutt CGI comes in and just looks right in the camera at that point and shrugs. <laughs> Does the Jim Halpert. Yeah. Well, that's, ba- that's basically what Boba Fett does at the end of that scene, because everyone leaves the scene, and then he just walks through on his own, as if to say, and I'm also here. <laughs> and Which also you can Boba look Fett. forward to him doing in season two of The Mandalorian, in the episode, yeah, I'm sure. also here for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be mad at that show, but Timothy Oliphant's going to be in it, and so really, it's kind of it kind of balanced out. And so. Rosario Dawson. <laughs> And Rosario yeah. Dawson. Yeah. Um, I just, the thing is, with Lutz, is I don't see a scenario where he doesn't get up and start wandering around. Like, he's, he goes and sits directly on a toilet seat to, to use it, and then stuffs his face with food, and he's not obeying anything. Someone probably puts a mask on him. Just like, look, this this man obviously doesn't have his faculties. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong with him. I'm just going to tie this around your face, sir. He doesn't notice. He tries to eat a churro through the mask. But like, it, Hey, buddy, where's your family? Ties a balloon around his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, I do feel like, I mean, he has made it this far. Uh, and as our montage made clear, through magooing his way, and he will like it's Disney. They're gonna see him. Do they save him? <laughs> I think they do. Yeah. I mean, this is a Disney park, and as yeah. much as it's fun to make fun of Disney, they take it very seriously when guests are in danger or in distress. Yeah. And they, yeah, people will show up to get Lutz off the streets <laughs> if need be. They just give do him like have, a fast okay. pass. <laughs> Do they? Oh, gonna ask. Do they have resources? Like, do they? Do they have their their wallet that has their credit cards or cash or anything? Have we given them something? Let's say sure. They have their wallet. They're not allowed to use cash. I read that on the website. It's it's all oh, okay. contactless. But so it's still limited. What if we gave them like a a finite gift card for the park? <laughs> Like a hundred dollar gift card. I like that. You know what? Yeah, their credit cards are gone and replaced with just a Disney credit card. So they can spend money in the park, but they can't use it to get anything out of the park. They have bucks, itchy so and scratchy buy, bucks. He can buy a rocket pop. Yeah. Half a one. No, let's give him a fighting chance to be able to have money at Disney. So $10,000. That should get him through lunch. I think. That should get them to the point where they are so sick with COVID bugs that they can't function anymore. <laughs> I got to be honest, on the flip side of Lutz, I, I just say for me, when I picture Niles Crane, I picture he opens his eyes. He's in bed in the center of the park. He freaks out. He co- goes into a little ball and immediately a child comes up to him and puts their hand on him to be like, Mr. Are you OK? And he's just being touched by a child who's concerned for him. 100%. Who coughs in his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right in his mouth. And then he that freaks out so much that they have to get like security and put hands on him. Yeah. And yeah. also, Niles. Oh, ooh, this is important. Niles 
in the show once had a mental breakdown where he stripped off all of his clothes because he couldn't deal with the stress and he was completely naked at Nervosa. So we have to entertain the possibility that maybe that's his stress response is he strips himself down naked in the middle of Disney Park. Yeah, and we also just... have to take into consideration that that this is this is a Disney Park that's opened in the middle of a pandemic. So it's filled with a bunch of of idiots who are just wandering around to eat and distract themselves. Yeah. It's kind of Lutz's element. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and it's almost like yeah. he went to his home planet. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it, Niles has been doing well up until this point. Um, like, he, he's, he's been... Yeah. Like he's it, completely taken out of his element. He doesn't yeah. have any of and that's, creature comfort. Like, but he's also like stressed things. like up to here. And now you've yeah, so like you've pushed him so far past. Like Yeah, so one thing we know about Niles piggybacking off of what Molly said is that and from the show and everything, is he is a person who cares about his fellow man. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that He's been now been in a situation where on subsequent weeks, months, whatever, his next door neighbors have died. <laughs> People that he's interacted with. So he, he's he's frayed. Mm-hmm. And then you give him this nightmare scenario for him. And like I, said, I, I also want to bring something up because I wasn't here last week. And this but this irks me. But <laughs> but because you brought up him caring about other people, I this apparently wasn't mentioned, but Mike Ermintrow was a former cop <laughs> and an old man. And his father is a former cop and an old man. And I do not believe that Niles would have coped particularly well with Mike being his next door neighbor, being someone who Did reminded he- him of his father who we know oh, from Frasier. We know that from Frasier, he when his fa- when Martin actually like did some surveillance. Uh, he pr- actually brought up that like he was terrified for Martin That's pretty much right. his entire That's life, right. and like never stopped being terrified until his dad retired when he was shot. <laughs> like that, it actually really upsets him uh, thinking about that. Um, like. I wasn't here, couldn't say anything, but now he's dealt with someone who most likely reminded him of his dad dying of COVID-19, like now being in Disneyland or Disney World with all of this, like Niles Man, is how, not doing very well. Well, and the, How different would Frasier have been if Jonathan Banks played Martin Crane? Exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it would have been any different. Yeah. Uh, beat for beat. <laughs> yeah. He just would have been Line hicky. for line. <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the other one that comes to mind, too, so I remind so he had the thing where he stripped down a nervosa. There is also an episode where he's so stressed out over his divorce that he keeps just having narcolepsy and just, like, falling asleep randomly. So, like... I feel like those are the two. He's either naked or he's asleep in the middle of the park. And don't don't forget, like, there's something to... It's an exaggeration to say that you should let ki- kids eat dirt. But it is something to say that Niles' Niles's immune system is probably not as strong as Lutz's. Just for the fact that he's been avoiding everything his whole life. Where Lutz, I imagine, ate garbage for a good portion of his adolescence. Ah, uh, eats. Yeah. Eats. Blimpies and current, current eats. I was talking about literal. Gar- so were you? Yeah, garbage. Yeah. Yep. yep. And he survived being next door to D as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> deputy mayor of Jacksonville, Florida. 
I just, I, I think now is a good time to reveal that the joke has been on us, and actually Lutz has been an asymptomatic carrier this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> he has always had COVID-19. Do we know who patient zero is? I think we might. Uh, I think no they shit. might have made everyone, it to the finals in this cup. Everyone next door to him, all his competition died because they were living next door to him. God damn it, Lutz. Well, we got to start over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you Y'all next week, everybody. Down. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to get off the fence. I'm going to say Lutz wins. I'm yeah, I, I think it, I think Niles hits his breaking point. Like I, I love him, but I, I think this is. I think even even if even if he doesn't, even if somehow he holds it together, like Niles is in a bad spot for Niles. Yeah, and he's going he's going to be trying to be as careful as he can, but he's going to be in a panic and he's going to make a mistake. Whereas Lutz is. Exactly like Laura said, he's just one of these fools walking in in the middle of a pandemic yeah. and deciding to go to a water He's park. literally in the same boat as every other person who comes there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Niles also, like, benef- like needs and, you know, not... Niles is a much more well-rounded person. Like, he has a support system that he can turn to and uses and, you know, uh, Lutz doesn't. <laughs> so, like, Niles is, you know, he's lost that. Like, he's really suffering, whereas Lutz is in the same position he's always been in. <laughs> happy and ignorant yeah. and happy about being ignorant. Yeah, I think I think all things being perfect, uh, Niles does not fare well at any amusement park. <laughs> let oh, alone no. di- let alone Disney in Florida under the worst circumstances possible. Aww. All right. Well, I just want to say for the record that John Lutz gets COVID-19 10 seconds after Niles Crane has already collapsed and lost. Like, I do think Niles loses, but I don't think Lutz is okay. We've been clear early on that no one gets out of this park without getting COVID-19. I think he has the best day of his life and enjoys the whole day. And then goes goes out on top. Yeah. I also think he finds love. Yeah. With the polar love. bear, I think he finds love by sharing ground cookies with some strange woman. Man, I want to see the whole the whole cast and crew of of TGS with Tracy Jordan standing in to Studio Six A, and they're all drawing straws. Who has to go collect Lutz's body? <laughs> and nobody will do it. It's nobody. Kenneth. There's just it's one Kenneth straw the page. Left She's the one that, that does it. Says Lutz on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you don't have to drive to Florida. It's at JFK. Nah. I'm not going to go through Brooklyn right now. Are you crazy? <laughs> and then I think Sari cries, yeah. and like everyone's blown away by it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, I think it's it's just my favorite thing that the more clinchers you threw into it, he was so non phased, and then he just had the best day of his fucking life. With yeah. a bunch of dirt bags. Yeah. No, he went and out still, on top. like, just wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lutz deserves a win. I really think yeah. that that's... Niles already yeah. got his victory in life in those final seasons of Frasier. He got everything he could have ever wanted. But Lutz... It took us to give him... It took us. <laughs> yeah. He got his under Blinty. <laughs> he does have that Canadian <laughs> girlfriend at... Proof of my girlfriend at lots let's dot com oh, or backslash Karen backslash proof. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she shows up to the park. 
<laughs> Maybe. And they share a ground in, cookie. In, in real life. Oh, this is nice. I can't believe I can't believe this actually happened. Like we didn't. I wasn't even trying to talk myself into Lutz. It just—I think that's just the way to go in this particular case. So John Lutz makes it. He survives. He's a survivor. Well, and let's be clear—he did not survive. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. he survived. He gets in ten seconds. He—he yeah. he survived Niles. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and Joel, you got to make sure. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, on his way to the podium to receive his trophy, he collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> I can see I can see the one-ended phone call of yeah Lutz went to he went to Disney the day it opened during Corona and he died. No, no, no. Pelican murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Joel when you tweet out about this episode, make sure you tag the real John Lutz so that he can reply because if he didn't get to weigh in on this. Yeah. So I feel I feel like the real John Lutz who is of course a, a well-regarded comedy writer and performer uh, would be happy to know that John Lutz won this tournament. I think he would like that. I hope they have Wi-Fi. Making... I just hope they have Wi-Fi at the Disney parks so he can read it in real life. <laughs> <laughs> we can make him a play- paper plate trophy that he can collect. Yes. Yeah. The trophy shall say front kick, front kick, front <laughs> kick. And then it's just like a turkey hand. <laughs> we did well, it. Good job, everyone. We did it. We, we did it. Were y'all ready for that? <sighs> I think so. never, never before has it been more clear that the Mabel Memorial Hobo Madness Challenge is an indictment of the United States of America <laughs> and how and who, who we hold up as our heroes and how we operate as a people. Uh, congratulations, everyone. We did it. <laughs> Good job. Mission accomplished. Who wins? The, the, the rich guy or the fat idiot? <laughs> it doesn't get much more American than that, let me tell yeah, you. That's what I'm saying. Look at the president. <laughs> He's both. He's Look, all it was going to be a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth is that let's never forget that two rounds ago we caused the black guy to die with bad information. So that's why he's trying to make it to the finals. Because we gaslit him into death. So. <laughs> oh, when the black mirror reflects back at yourself. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> this doesn't Yay. feel good. I think this has been my favorite Hobo Madness Mabel Memorial Tournament. But it doesn't feel good. I don't feel good about it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also really makes me want to do a an eventual all star tournament where all of the winners of the tournaments face off against each other. Just so Lutz is Are we back there in yet? There. I just want to do a quarter quell. <laughs> yeah. Lutz versus John Wick. Yeah, I want Lutz versus John Wick. Oh my God. But what everyone doesn't know is it's actually a hot dog eating contest that we're doing at this tournament. John could be so mad about all the dogs being dead. Oh boy. Oh boy. This has deteriorated. Oh man. Oh my God. Oh. Wow. So thank you to our sponsor. Stay Puff Marshmallow Onesies for <laughs> once again delivering this tournament. Uh, would you all like to plug things for the last time? 
<laughs> that sounded so on, uh, hey, ominous. Remember uh, plugging things oh, over there at the Port Authority at the time? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what was so glorious about that hole, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug things. Why not? Um... I'll plug the uh, at Hot Pursuit Improv at Facebook. You can see uh, every Monday night we do a show on Facebook Live at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. And once you get over your fun hangover from that Monday night show, a Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, you can see We Have to Ask live on Facebook. Uh, follow that at facebook.com slash we have to ask slash live. We do fun interviews with improvisers, and then we uh, have we ask them fake questions in hopes that somehow it makes this timeline a little better. Uh, it doesn't, it, but it's fun. And since Andy's over it, I'll plug Silver Linings Playback, which is <laughs> 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 still a podcast available Mondays on the Peaks so good. Network. Listen to it. <laughs> I, I left that for you. That was, okay. that was my gift. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Julia, so Molly, What are you going to do? Plug the it... podcast you're listening to? That's dumb. <laughs> Um, I have nothing. Yeah. Well, Not plugging last tequila week, you, anymore? Yeah, yeah, you plugged marijuana and tequila last oh, week. You wanna... Yeah, I mean, marijuana, tequila, yeah. napping, um, Ooh, yeah. stay puffed onesies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love those because they all koozies. go together. Like, all yeah, of they that, all kind of fit. Yeah, all of that just fits nicely into one wonderful evening. So that's... This is my life. <laughs> um, yeah, also, uh, if you, every Friday night, um, you can watch uh, oh, Mon- yeah, Mondo Mondo Baltimore, that's uh, hosted by you know uh, past and future guest um, uh, Pat Stork um, and friends, and it's watching a bad movie while there's a rolling commentary in the uh, in the little uh, chat section where people are making fun of it mercilessly, and it's, I gotta say it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun because it's like it, it almost is a better format cuz going to mondo was great fun and people would shout at it and we'd all make jokes but to like to just see everyone can type at the same time and then it all pops up as it's happening and it's really fun nice. so you can check that out wait is that on facebook as well i don't remember yeah you can go to mondo baltimore on facebook and then they have all the links and everything there and i will say that all the things that i previously mentioned go very well with mondo so <laughs> Even the napping, you can phase in and out, and that's and that's Mondo Baltimore, not Mondo Baltimore, as we have been saying. There is a T in that word somewhere that <laughs> I not, I no. stopped pronouncing years ago. <laughs> Balmer, Baltimore, Molly. Anything, anything else? Uh, no, I'm so tired. I'm I'm caring for a, a post head surgery pug, and I am not <laughs> sleeping well. So I don't know. Cold brew that's and take out. That's, there you go. That's I love it. it. I love, you know what? I can really get behind that. I can get behind that endorsement of I'm plugging, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Plugging fatigue with the year 2020. Yes. Okay. <laughs> At least I, it's I, November. Um, I would, uh, I guess, uh, Joel, would you, I guess we should thank our guests for participating again in another successful year in tournament. Yeah, thank you guys so much for being a part of this show, especially uh, kind of last minute and during a pandemic. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yes, we have so many other things we were going to do. Yeah, yeah had to really move the schedule around, you know. <laughs> had, had, had to fix that sketty so I could come on. 
And thanks. I'm just glad. Like this, this means I can finally throw away my March calendar because this was the last thing dangling. <laughs> so I'm finally getting caught up. Mm, yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, also, thank you to Disney Springs, where you can go yeah. for real right now if you want. And thank you to the Port Authority, <laughs> where Lars is going right now. <laughs> Never closed. And probably hitting Marty up for an uncomfortable video chat. So <laughs> apologies for that. I know it's technically FaceTime, but just because it's not on my face. Face to fur. <laughs> Question everything. Is face to fur just a blowjob? 
It's not just, Joel, it's not just a blowjob. You're really underselling it. <laughs> Don't undersell this face-to-fur encounter. <laughs> oh, man. Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.